sipping, I'm 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 sipping. Speaking of mellow. Oh, this is good. Oh, we like. This is like sour and we like. Perfect. This is Sipping with Sammy. I am Sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool, Rug. If you ain't Sipping with Sammy, you ain't Sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already. You wouldn't have had a shot yet. <laughs> and I have with me today. Slay Myers. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Glad to have you. I'm thankful you had me. I'm extra happy to be here. Yeah. One thing that... um. Your humble self has been saying is that you're excited, and we're excited to have you. Yeah, appreciate you. I'm appreciate always excited for meeting people and opportunities as an artist and everything, and just giving me the space because you don't have to. So, like, yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, that. yes, I really do. Now, little quick overview: you are a vocalist. Yes. So, tell the people a little bit about your background, what it is that you bring to the people entertainment wise. All right. So, my name is Slay Myers. I don't know if some of y'all might recognize me. Hey. Um, they so, gonna tune in for you. You got, hey, you got people. <laughs> what's good? I love you guys too. It's always so like, oh my god. All nah, right, it's so a blessing. It's a blessing. yeah, right. Because I've been doing it for so long. I'm about to tell y'all the story or yeah. the, the short version. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my name is Slay Myers. Uh, I've been doing music since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, my first love was acting. Mm-hmm. I, I was just a performer from an early age. Yeah, you give me that. Yeah, uh, my pictures. I look at you know when we're young pictures of my mom and my family I'm, I was always like always being extra yeah extra and weird and I remember the first time my mom it's put not me, weird yeah let me not say that being myself you mm-hmm. know you're right you're right you're in your space yeah being myself mm-hmm. and the first time I remember anything my mom put me in like modeling school when I was like eight I didn't ask her anything she just put me in there when I asked her in like hindsight she was like you just had a lot of energy I just wanted to put you in something so my first love was um, acting until I found out I could sing by accident when I was 14. How do you find out you could sing by accident? Well, first off, um, I used to like, you know, have like CD players and stuff when I was like 12 and everything. I used to listen to like, you know, now eight, mm-hmm. now six, you know, compilation CDs. And That's amazing. I didn't, <sighs> I didn't know black people actually got those things. I told you I was Everybody. different. Listen, don't get me started. That was, that I still you. get hype over that song. I used oh to love Backstreet Boys. Listen, I used to I told hate you. that commercial. Oh, I told you I was different. I told you. So go ahead. So, um, yeah. Um, Fine, I could sing completely by accident. Um, I was listening to, of all things, Mariah Carey's Emancipation of Mimi. You know, when it. That was a big like deal. That, when it came out. That was a big deal. Yeah, I knew who she was, but I never really was that liked JD? Was that her? Yeah. 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 That's when JD had a rocket. Yeah. They're like yep. brother and sister. Yep. Um, so randomly I was just listening to the radio with my friend and I was just like jamming because I knew who she was, but that CD was like fire and we were like 14 at the time and jamming and he was just like, I don't know if it's like you or the radio, but somebody sounds really good. And I was just like looking at him like, I don't know, because I never really knew I could sing. I just knew I was a performer, like an actor and everything. So I was just like, hmm. So I remember, I always say this because I didn't know what it was at the time, but I always remembered when you're in the bathroom for some reason, it sounds different, mm-hmm. louder. So I was like, let me go in the bathroom. And I was like, I don't know what that thing is, but I'm gonna go in there. Cause for some reason I went in there and I sung and I was just like, it, it felt warm here. It's acoustics. And they say everybody sounds good in the shower, but the bathroom, that little box is actually built. Shh. 
you know, the it's reverb like a recording. Is, is perfect. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite, but the same as a booth. Yeah. Because a booth has the padding so that it doesn't give that off, but the microphone does. Yeah. In your head. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Your ears. Right, right. So it's, it's, it's a weird thing. And it's, it's weird, weird how I, like, now in hindsight, when I think it's weird how I picked that up, it was like, God was like giving me like little clues, like. But it's funny because we, well, I'll, I'll pause you here. You said, and it's funny, um, for multiple reasons. One thing you said, your mom saw that you had a lot of energy and she put you with a model. <laughs> she put me- And she, that was like, in our community, a lot of times, if your mom's not a dancer or actor, she's, you know, she goes for what she knows. This is something where you could be active and you could do something that you're pretty, you, you know what I mean? Right, All of right, those things. Right. And you can learn how to carry yourself. And it's a lot of benefits to it, but Modeling isn't where you put an active child necessarily, because <laughs> a lot of hurry up and wait. It's a lot of just sitting still, and then you gotta wait, and then you, you you wardrobe change and wait, and you know it's a lot of that. But it paid off because again, I feel like that was all like God's work. He was just like in a thing. Like, oh no, you were there for a reason. <laughs> he was like you were there for a now purpose. In but it's so funny that energy to, led to modeling. Right, <laughs> like, just like you said, you know how to move. You know how to carry. It, comes all for a reason you so, start being aware of certain things yeah, yeah it's a big good thing. side the lightings what works Stage and all presence, that all these things are important in the things you did yeah, after that yeah but how did that transition to acting because you said then you so went then um i developed again she just put me in there random i didn't ask her anything mm -hmm. so from there it was like a modeling acting school okay and i was just like and i started watching like soap operas at the you time you know the name of the school barbazon Mm. And John Casablancas, mm -hmm. uh, those two, those were the two. I'm main familiar ones. with a few day schools because my sister was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barbizon was the very first one I remember going to in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Every weekend, my mom would take me there, buy new outfits. She brought me there and would get mad at me. Y'all go would, from here to Manhattan? No, I'm not even originally from here. Okay, let's. So where were y'all at at this time? Originally, New York. What part? Queens. So you was going from Queens to Manhattan? Yep. To go to Barbizon. Okay. Weekly. Okay. And she would get mad at me. How like, long is that? Uh, and how did y'all what was y'all modes of transportation uh, I think the train more than and, likely yeah right? more than likely the train my mom about was about an very, hour 45 yeah probably probably Depending. I don't remember details because I was a kid but no because everywhere <laughs> I felt long when we was a kid yeah yeah but I'm just trying to imagine because I, I had to go from uptown to downtown to go to acting class but go ahead oh yeah yeah so my <laughs> I, mom, I'm familiar with these yeah, things <laughs> she was very like into the subway life so it was just like every weekend she would just it's like she devoted herself to it mm -hmm. but she would get mad too like oh, here we go again with them. I'm like but you took me but it worked out so fast forward shout out to mom shout out God to mom bless you. and listen we had our moments but at the end of the day my mom is the best yo she still spoils the hell out of me like I'm still 12 and I'm just You like, said she made that her job basically like that that's a beautiful thing because So this day she's it's willing a thing. to you have sacrifice. to get up and move around and deal with your attitude and get you in the right mood to do what you got to do. Okay. I'm about attitude. I was crazy when I was like, Woo! All right. So nah, that's dope. Um and that kind of transitioned into the whole acting thing and I was like into soap operas and you know I wanted to just like I was doing like slates and videos they're like action and do commercial things you know how would you do for a colgate commercial and all that other stuff and fast forward acting to, class could be fun but a lot of it was boring to me i had, yeah i loved improv yeah and i loved it was one other part that is slipping me right now that i really enjoy but overall it was pretty fun yeah yeah because you learned yeah and mm -hmm. it, everything like and everybody's I said, weird in that class <laughs> even the teacher so fast forward to um 
<laughs> I left New York when I was 12. We moved when we were when I was 12. My mom, I guess, felt New York got a little too expensive. And absolutely, you know, we came to Philly. And of course, I had to come with her, too, because I'm 12. So where am I going to go? Um, so I met a group of friends that were very like musical. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, again, push you towards the thing. And they kind of introduced me to like listening to music all the time. Mm. And from there, I started singing all the time. And I wasn't paying attention to I just w- was liking the music. So how do we get the now? How was now your resource for, like, you only like radio songs? What you mean, do only like radio songs? Because all that used to come on those now CDs was the the the, oh, the, oh. the, the songs no. off the radio. Well, how do you like? Was, if you're around musical people, <laughs> how do we get the now? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just and I'm just an eclectic person. I don't know. I just like cool. different things, you know. Yeah. Um. Again, I started off listening to that. I wasn't listening to like oldies. My mom wasn't playing oldies every Saturday. And I think that's a lot of people's upbringing in some way. Even that. if your parents listen to hip hop, church. To old I wasn't singing in the church. None of that. I just literally. Now I'm gonna tell you my opinion <laughs> with the now CDs. The thing that really turned me off with them because I'm not judging you for liking them because clearly they're hit records, right? Mm-hmm. But what used to happen was... Well, they these, had everybody on there. Leah. Everybody. But these used to be the songs that played for the last six months every five minutes. And then they would put them all on a CD together. So by the time they would, the CD would come out, I kind of be burnt out. Like, I would still like the record, but I didn't necessarily... I was like, I'm trying to get some exclusive now. Right, right. Something new. To, to grow to. Right. So that was like... That's why it's kind of like a thing that I'm tapping in on because it's like... It's literally the radio. Like, you could make your own now CD. Now, literally, <laughs> right after that, people was making mix CDs all the time. So I was just like, okay. Once I figured that out too, I was like, don't sue me, anybody. But I so was when just you like, started making mix you know, CDs, what was your twist? Oh my god! What, what uh, energy was you gravitating? Okay, towards? when I first found out I could sing, I was attracted to the divas: Mariah, Whitney, Celine, Christina. I just like I had a stereo in my mom's basement. Now you name some good a good list of divas. Can you give me your definition of a diva? A singer, like she can really sing. And, a diva and in the singing sense. Like someone who can't be played with vocally, like she's mm. a beast. There's a lot of definitions of diva. That's At least I in my definition. Yeah, and that's fine because that's not a bad definition. Yeah, because we, come on, Mariah, Whitney. They, like they I were said, like, you got a good a good list, but you know, back in the day it was Patty and Aretha. And, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Right, right. Yeah. Those were like, I listened to a little bit of Aretha too, like that the soul was always a Different. little in there a little bit but um yeah like i said i just automatically was attracted to big voices and i feel like i was doing vocal lessons without even realizing Mm. because i knew how to harmonize and nobody taught me that mind you i didn't go to a music class i didn't get a vocal thing we was getting there i think me listening to i remember listening to their voices and thinking damn they can sing and i was like i'm just gonna listen to see where it comes from and i'm gonna emulate that so, so you had a good you were, you 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 naturally had a good ear. I guess. No, no, trust me. People like you don't understand that. Like people have to be taught how to listen. You see what I'm saying? The consumer is ninety percent of the market because even if somebody's a rapper, they're a consumer. Of what you do, they can't do what you do, right? Right, right. So, like, they don't. They hear the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They hear. The softball full of... They don't care what's in the softball. Uh-huh. They don't care how many stitches it takes to make the softball. They got this big ball it's just that's complete. spinning perfect for them. Right. And they can knock it out the park every time it come right. on in their head. Right. Right? But you know what it takes to make that softball. 
<laughs> but you don't Do have I. to. You didn't have to fight to get through the stuffing. You naturally understood the stuffing. Uh, like, and I'm a songwriter too, and I naturally started writing immediately. <clears throat> and for some reason, that's why the type of music I make. I make music to like. I call it to the quote I put in my bio on Instagram. Life gave me lemons, so I made the sweetest sounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm a real person. Um, I make music to raise the vibes, you know, because we all go through things. And once you start to learn a couple of things about life, it's like, oh, I'm going to put that like, at least for me, I put that into song and I'm like, hopefully somebody can get inspired by that, too. And it's like, because we can really do this, y'all. Well, music in general, when you have a talent for music and when you you can write and, and it comes across and you can connect with people, all of those things, because I don't want to just generalize musicianship as this is just that easy. Right. But when you when you have these factors that play into a point, it's hypnotic. It's 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 intrinsic. You got the right word, yo, it hypnotic. Goes, you so, got the right word. Oh my God. So many young black men have been raised, quote unquote, by rappers. And when they say that, they're saying the things, those little one-liners that stuck in their head, that rung in their head, that an older guy or, you know what I mean, somebody close to you was supposed to tell them, they were getting it from Jay-Z or Jadakiss or whoever was saying it. That was and, their OG. But it helped them <laughs> in a way where it was like, there were situations that came up and that played back. Just like if your parents scolded you for something, you'd be like, whatever. And then you run into that wall and you're like, they just fucking said And you don't want to be that person to have to admit like, oh, I didn't. So then you correct, you know what I mean? Yeah. Behavior. Like, I think that we have to know the value in these words that we putting down. And what you're saying is that you understood early what your intentions of what you used your words for were. Now, I'm saying this to say that when you said the part about hopefully this will do this. No, it will do that. I, yeah. It, because yeah. it's on repeat. <laughs> it if does. If they vibe with it once, if they, if, if, if it, they ride home from work and yeah. it hit them. Yeah. They're running it back. Yeah. Once they run it back, it's to a beat. Both times. This thing is there. It's unbelievable. That's a gift. It's a beautiful thing. It's unbelievable. And what you just said, um, <clears throat> my latest single that I dropped in June, I remember um, I went on somebody's live to like sing it like acapella to like promote it because it was dropping midnight that night because, you know, we learned that too. Talk, uh, talk, 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 talk that promo. Um, that's another thing too. I almost quit this music stuff and everything, but you don't got to quit. You just got to... Um, learn there's a lot of people that's like scared to go from scratch i'm not scared to go from no, scratch we'll get there but yeah. go back to your point but um yeah. what was i saying <laughs> I yeah. he was gonna do that. Yeah. you were saying that um there was a you said um something i said talk that promo shit oh yeah that you, promo right oh yeah so um the latest single i have called it's my time exactly. i remember after i got on that live um there was a specific lady that dm'd me and that's when i knew because before i dropped that single I had another single plan to drop. Mm -hmm. And then something in me was, because I wrote that song like a while ago, and I was just like, something in me was just like, this one's all right. But some keep telling me, like, go back to that It's My Time joint. Mm. And I was just like, because it's bigger than me. Like, because a lot of people, especially in the times that we're living in, mm -hmm. it's so like, you know, you really got to be in your own world in the world to mm -hmm. like believe and like to really like think about things and like believe that you can manifest things. So I was just like, yeah, so I went back in the studio, redid everything, and you know, the lady DM me. She was just like, you know, I felt that it's my time. Like, like there's so much going on in my life right now. And my two-year-old daughter, I guess she was on her lap and she played the recording. I kept it in my Facebook so I could play it over and over. Cause I was just like, you see, you're not crazy. 
they feel it. Mm-hmm. They feel it. Mm-hmm. It's the vibrations. I mean, it's music, crazy. I felt so like wow. Think about how many levels what you do vibrates on. There's the musicianship of the music that you chose, mm-hmm. how you choose the pockets that you choose, your tone, mm-hmm. the melodies that come in between, or the repetitions that Ooh, people. Oh, you listening? Realize. You like, paying these attention? These are the things, but these are all of the things that, like, if if it's dope, a motherfucker is going to hear what you say. Like they have to. That's exactly. And they what don't I have said. to, but they have to because if they need it, they have to. That's, That's exactly what I said. What I said, this is, is going right? to hit who it's supposed to hit. I was like, it's going to hit who it's supposed to hit. Because we use music for our emotions. And it's funny because people always say, well, it's that shit you play in the gym. You know, it's a lot of people in the gym listening to the orchestra or listening to R&B. You'd be surprised. Everybody don't Everybody's need vibe is extra different. pump up to pump up. Sometimes they want to zone out to do their thing. So we pick and choose this art for what we need it for. Exactly. I used to say when I was young and I used to be in Jersey trying to get back to Philly yeah. and I know I had a few too many and I need to drive careful. Oh, crap. I wouldn't put in Young Jeezy or none of the shit that I was playing earlier that day. Yeah. I would put on Flowetry and <laughs> all you gotta do is home. Right. right. <laughs> it's energy. And, and, and just calm myself down, open the sunroof and drive slow. You know what I mean? And and it's just like we literally use music for what we need it for and mm-hmm. the time we need it for. And every song is not going to fit everything in your life. Every vibe is not going to fit everything in your life. And as yeah. artists, we get greedy. Yeah. We want to make enough different variations of projects so Where that everybody loves you can always put us on. Yep. You can always go to me for whatever. Yep. But that has to come in an artistic time, too. We can't force that. I told you. I had a whole thing, and I had to scrap. I had to go back and do a whole video. Mm-hmm. That that was work. You know, another thing I was discussing, too, people see, like, these productions, these movies, um, recordings, music videos, whatever it is, and they just see, and they think that little three minutes, that's it. It's so it much It three days work. to make three minutes sometimes. It's so much, like... <laughs> sometimes it's three days to make three minutes. It might take you as long to make a video, depending on which locations and, and what you need to get it done, as it does people to do a short film sometime Listen. that they could probably do in their apartment building. Yeah. I'm in it, so I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... No, I, I like that you pointed that out, because we talk about a lot of things, and some things are, 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 are redundant, not, not necessarily in a bad way, but we talk about them a lot because we're talking to the same kind of people. But that's one thing that nobody really um, has spoke to. The, the production value of when you really care about your visuals is like, it's bigger than that three minutes. It's, it's all about that three minutes. It's grueling. But this is wardrobes and hair changes and groups of people and businesses that I got to talk to. If you're writing like people who are songwriters, I don't know if everybody else's experience is different, but you don't just get to like, at least for me, like it takes me like a little process sometimes i write a song like just like that because i'm in that mode but then there's times i'm like i go through the process of like the judgment like ew that sucks that sounds weird the overthinking if shit's a process and i'm just like all right but the more i do it the the less i go through that it gets less and less i'm like all right it's not that you're like super like oh i got this in the bag or anything like cocky but it's like well understand you have some type of foundation and just work off exactly. of that don't overthink it that's don't that's, overthink it because overthinking ruins everything the more that you everything. Pro- the more that you produce art that you put out it gives you a little more free reigns to play around a little bit with certain things you're free because it's like y'all have this y'all know i be that, that i do this 
So now I'm doing this as opposed to people trying to figure out what you do and being like, well, eh, no, I, I can do that and right. I can do this. So, um, yeah, so people feel the music. Uh, the latest single, It's My Time. I dropped it in June, and that's you gonna, just you one gonna of the... You want to send me that B3? We're going to put it at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. And you're going to clear it so that oh, I don't yeah. get flagged for it. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. It's cleared, guys. I'll give you guys a little sample if you like. Oh. we do that after. Perfect, yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect. So, yeah. no, um, when it comes to the process of thinking of backlash while you're creating your art like what's the percentage like how much does it really affect you are we talking about wordplay are we talking about impact are we talking about mood are we talking about judgment me personally um i was watching this interview with um latoya luckett from destiny's child Mm -hmm. and she talked about how she lost her confidence in singing because somebody said to her when she was like, you know, when they was in Destiny's Child, it was like boot camp. They was, you know, working Absolutely. hard. Yeah. And That's she talked about, robot. yeah. And they were talking about, um, she was saying how someone made a comment about her voice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, when I was little, the confidence I had in my singing voice, nobody could tell me nothing. I would kill, I would do anything to have that confidence back. Right. And I always, because I used to have those confidence issues growing up too. Like, you know, like most people, you have to go through phases to find who you are. And once you find that sweet spot of like, and you can get traditionally too. So yeah. there's always a second guessing of yeah. somebody else might be better prepared or whatever. But honestly, once you find you and you know, your crowd and you understand you, like I, I, I heard that interview and I felt so like, wow. And I was just like, yep. Don't ever allow nobody to make you feel. Cause you know, you live. I've seen it in sports. I um I came up playing ball, and I transferred into Roman Catholic um in high school, and it's number five, number six in the nation. We had players that wound up going to the NBA at the time. You know what I mean? Right after that, and all of that. And when I first got there, the players told me a specific coach, and they said, "Don't let him fuck you up. Don't let him get in your head. He will make the dopest motherfucker feel like he ain't they shit." Ain't nothing. And I saw it. Like, I seen You can them, see certain seen people are designed that people way. Yep. That their whole life, they was the man on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Most comfortable, their sanctuary. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And it happens in entertainment of all forms. Art, too, like you said, with music. That I can see why. Because I've seen that happen to people. But it's part of the reason why I try to build. You know? It, it, there's ways to do things. Tell her to try something. Show her that she could do something. Put her in her put her in her sweet spot. Show her how great that is, and then show her that she could do something else. Right. Like don't traumatize somebody based on the one thing that they've been known to be able to be yeah. good at their entire life. Because yeah. they was young when they started. So this is the thing that oh that's the little girl that could yeah really saying and everything. So that's rough. Th- that's one I didn't thing. I didn't see that interview. That's rough. Yeah. So that's why um, <clears throat> when you asked me. Do I think about criticism? Not really, because I'm just being me and I'm just creating. I'm not thinking like when I create, I just go in. And I'm just like, all right. And it's usually inspired by like things that are happening in my life anyway. So it's just like. Um, Step on a crack, make a crack song. It's like, no. no but you, you know what I mean? Like if I just had a very interesting, if that's just the type of person I am. Like, if I just got done having a very interesting conversation, like that'll be my next caption or something. I'll be honest. You know, um, 
Dopey, shout out to the brother, hey. um, one of my homies. Hey. I've I've had a conversation with him, and I and we something was said that we was motivating each other, or you know, congratulating each other on whatever. And a line was, and like, well, that's the name of the song. Whenever we get in the studio, that's the name of the song. You know what I'm saying? And it was somebody else that I had a conversation with recently that that happened. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to write that down and I'm going to text it to you. Mm-hmm. So when we go to the studio, we can't act like we forgot that that's the, name, that's the energy of the record. Right. I think that those moments excite me mm-hmm. because I'm somebody that if I go to the studio with you and you like, this the vibe, this what we're doing, this what we try and get across, then I'm going to get in there and I'm going to do my sizzle. Right, right. But when we could base it on something that is usually conversation based, that means that it probably came from a place or angle that most people didn't attack yet. Because I wouldn't have the same conversation that we've been hearing in the same way over and over again with somebody that's intelligent and that's creative. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. um, A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. It's like... um... <clears throat> the conversations that you just had, you want to put that out there to hopefully like enlighten a person because we don't know everything. No, I get inspired every I day. I push the conversation for Yeah, because somebody might not think about that for their own perspective. And it's like, wow. Like like I told you um, a few minutes ago, like I've been doing music since I was 14 mm-hmm. and I've been, I've done a bunch of things. Like I've done, I tried the American Idol, you know, so many different things to like get to what I believe would be my level of success and Absolutely. underline my level of success because I think that's another thing too. People get caught in like, you have to have like a why, you have to have like a point, like, you know, what is your definition of what you think is successful? Then so then you're not, you're not going with the journey at that point, at some point, right? At some point you just got to let the journey be the journey. Yeah, yeah, but you know in your mind, like, okay, what do, like what type of artist do you see yourself being? Do you want to be successful? You want to be this? You want to be that? That's what I mean. What is successful though? Right. right. That's what I said. Right. What do you define as successful? Right. It, it all depends on what you think. Because I always had an argument that, because you know we 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 live in a social media age, and I know a lot of dope people that's over thirty, that's still making their shots at whatever they're doing musically, and and they're probably I'll gonna see get people it. say you this age and you still rapping and you this Yo. thirty. And I'm like, right? do you realize? Isn't that crazy? Do you realize that some of these people, all right, you work two jobs, you support your kids, they have possibly a day job, and they make enough money off of this music thing that is building for them mm-hmm. to not have to go to a second job. Right. Do you know that to do what you love, that's a blessing? And it's something else that I was going to point out to you um, that you said, I mean, along the lines of what you were saying. Like, we can have a whim, a conversation. Make a record, and they study it in universities. Mm-hmm. Break it down. Mm-hmm. Just something that was fifteen minutes of your mm-hmm. thought process, thirty, fifty dollars mm-hmm. of your your, your financial mm-hmm. energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but but there will be like shout out to Keith Freeman. I don't know if you know Keith, but he's local, and um, hey, he has some <laughs> good music and he has inspirational music. He's a rapper. Okay, and he he talks about some shit like. Matter of fact, he's one of the ones that I have a, a song in mind with already, too. But a teacher gave her middle school class his song, printed out the lyrics, played the song, and they broke it down and wrote what it meant to them. And all. That's the hardest shit. That is so dope, yo. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we hope to reach our peers. But to have children interpret these things... That's how you know you're doing something, because kids are... um. 
honest as hell. Yeah, because they haven't gone through that like whole world of like, you know, how to like build masks and develop and adapt. They just are them. So they're just gonna be like, if you if a kid tell you you lit, you lit. And you it's lit. It's crazy. Believe it. One of my first confirmations, I put out a single, I put out a video, and my man was in it, and he's Italian. And his wife sent me a um DM me a video of their three year old, four year old, little little Italian girl, little white girl. She they she said I can't get her from in front of the computer. She just keeps singing along and she what? Yeah, you what? Yeah, my y'all. She's what? listening. And it's like from the miles of beige, boy. If she gets it and she don't know what I'm saying, then at least I got the bop right. You see? You see what I'm saying? You see? I believe I trust them. But your mom trusted you. Yeah, and um I got a documentary out too called It's My Time. I put it out, you know, with the song because I think uh, I feel like a couple of years ago, like I told you, I was really like thinking, I'm like, am I really gonna still do this, man? Cause I love what I do. Thank goodness I was like, I'm really passionate about what I do and I like what I do. So I was doing it for years, putting it out and just hoping somebody heard it. But I just felt good to just get my art out there. Yeah. But then at some point I was just like, I could really do this on a bigger level. We just gotta figure out how to do this, you know? Absolutely. How to do this. Cause you really can do this. Like, and I really started seeing myself as that. And that's when I knew I was just like, the work you're doing is really working because I never thought of myself like, you know, in the, like, I could do this. That That's why I really thought to myself like, mm. all right, so we're going to go from scratch and we're going to do this and we're going to start over and really make this happen. Um, so the documentary I have, I have mm-hmm. specifically for a reason because I want people to see like, I've been doing this for a long time and there's a lot of music out. So it's and called It's My Time. Yeah. How long is the doc? 20 minutes. And where is the doc? YouTube. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. on YouTube. Um, Follow me on YouTube. Subscribe. Slay Myas everywhere. S-L-A-Y-M-A-Y-A-S everywhere. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And I specifically wanted that out because I knew when I put that song, I'm like, people are going to be like, who are you? Yeah. And yeah. they're going to want to know. And I'm like, well, here's the journey. It's only 20 minutes, you know, because keep it nice and short and sweet. 20 minutes is good. Yeah. 20 minutes is good. And it's a good, you know, my beginnings from New York is in there. You know, when I was born in New York and mm-hmm. up until now. And yeah, so. How about um, older music? I love old. Honestly. Your older music. My older music? Your original. Oh. Finding your voice. Oh. Making okay. records. That's you, available everywhere too. On SoundCloud. If y'all want to go, how do you feel about it? Are you inspired by it? Do you look back on it and cringe? How do you feel about it? Um, I don't really sit back and cringe. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good thing. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good thing. And you know what I do? I listen. I've listened over and over. I just thought to myself, "Girl, what have you been doing all this time?" Mm. I listen to my own music, and I'm not like you know, like pompous or like weird or anything like that. But I'm a very real person, Mm -hmm. and I know when things make me cringe, I'll cringe, but I'll accept it and eat it. I'm like, look at the embarrassment. Look at where you can improve. Look at it. Look at it. (laughs) When I listen to my old shit, sometimes it's a delivery. Like, damn, you could have said that better, or you could have that pocket. You was a little off. Yeah, but it's development. But I realize that's my head. Yeah. Because when I play it, because I had the blessing of being at a radio station and the DJ will play it in a room for it. Right. They're reacting. I'm thinking. You see what I'm saying? It is like, pay attention to them. Yeah. So get out your own head because you might not have been where you're at, but you was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I was was all right. I was thinking to myself and vocally, I was just like, yeah, you was like 
I look at that like my um development stage and I talk to mm-hmm. a lot of artists and they always tell me they delete their old stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a big mistake. Your audience Why? Wants to grow with that's you. what I'm saying. Your I'm audience like, wants to claim you. They want to be like, I was fucking with her back with such and such and y'all wasn't on it back then. They like that. Like they want to feel a part of it. They want to see your growth. And there's nothing to be I ashamed watched Wiz of. Khalifa grow. Like all type of and he's a rock star. But yeah. we watch these people yeah. local artists I've watched. But like, yeah, you, you gotta leave that for the people. And and there's jewels in there. It's something for you to look back on. Like, I, that's why I went back into my old catalog and I put everything on SoundCloud, my mm-hmm. old stuff, particularly because, again, um, I was doing everything off of the love and I wasn't operating off of business. So I didn't like clear buy and clear shit. anything. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, <laughs> you know, I know SoundCloud at all. But everything is we got everything locked and loaded now. That's why I said I, I just who is we me, my team. Team. Yeah. Shout out to team. Shout out to team. Oh my God. It took so long, man, that the trust issues I what, developed what, what, in this what, industry made me crazy. <laughs> I don't know if you want to necessarily put names out there, but what positions or names? Or what? Absolutely. Um, my, first of all, my videographer, Late Bloomer Cinema. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But Late Bloomer Introduce Cinema. Um, I think K is. Yep. Late Bloomer Cinema. Yep. Girl, the best, right? No lie. I mean, I met him two years ago. Well, I linked up with him two years ago on Instagram um, because that's when I started doing the whole marketing thing. I I told myself, okay, I really want to be like a star. I really want to, it's bigger than being like a star, but I really want to, because it's been my dream for so long. I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. So I just peeled back the layers and I was like, let me just stop creating and go back to learning. Started learning and I was just like through marketing and stuff. And I just was like typing and I found him on Instagram and we did one video together and I was just like, he gets it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to realize. I remember praying to myself all the time, like, because I've everybody you pray to you. praying to, like, you know, Quietly, God, you know, silently. yeah. And I'm saying, I'm messing with you, but you know what I mean? Because everybody goes through things where you meet the team, but it's the wrong team, and then you waste time. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to leave it up in your hands. And I just pray that you send people my way who are just as hungry and are just as, like, obsessive and want to do this as much as me. And he, the first video we did, I was like, We've been working since. Right. That's like dope. all my videos he's been doing. Uh shout out to Mo Rise Beats. Mm-hmm. Um, my new producer, the one who did my website, mm-hmm. uh, my brother in France. I think he's originally from Portugal. Um, but yeah, shout out to him for doing my website. Um, and another thing I've learned over time too, a team doesn't have to be a million people. Fuck it. It no. could be like, you see how it's just all three of us here? Exactly. And we're making it happen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When you start thinking like that, that's when you start to like waste time and start to like, oh, I can't do this because no one's here. Well, you're never gonna get anything done, boo. You just gotta keep moving and along the way you'll pick up your your tribe, I guess. Yeah. I mean <laughs> so my thing, I mean I, I see a lot of people chasing management. And it's like you kinda want your management to come organically. Yeah. Because when you're chasing it, just like anything, anything that comes with paperwork, you you sacrificing your leverage for somebody that doesn't have your best interest in mind. Nine times out of ten, and in this industry, you might stumble like over somebody build, and get lucky doing it that way. Right. But you want to build organically. Love, you want you people that are as excited about what you're doing and what they're doing as a part of it. That genuinely care about you as an artist. That because will literally go to the ends of the earth to see you successful. People say it's things personal. fall apart because everybody has a different agenda. Well, we all have different agendas. If I'm a videographer and you're an artist and you're a producer, we all have different things we're trying to achieve. But within this, if we can understand that that's beneficial, regardless of monetary 
initially. You know what I mean? Because right. everything comes down to dollars and cents at one point. That's when why we're doing building, this. Building, right? We have to build towards something. Right. You have to have yeah. a package that's worth because you're not gonna buy nothing not worth nothing. Nah. I, I know like you flash not, it. I know you're not gonna buy nothing not worth nothing. So you gotta work on the package to give the people something to like. Okay. So what are like some of these this. steps? What are, what are, what are some things that you said when you said, "All right, I'm gonna take it serious. I'm gonna go into the marketing bag. I'm gonna build my team." What are some things that you filled in that was missing? Okay, and I forgot to shout out one more person, my Go amazing ahead, my photographer. Um, I wonder why to be mad at me because y'all all make me amazing and help That's me why I want you to take a lot of stress out. off my shoulders. OMG, I did. I used to do a lot of stuff by myself, and I'm like, I don't know how I lose my mind. I'm Maybe sure. I did. <laughs> I don't know. But um, my photographer. Enoch Purnell, prescient photo, shout out to him, mm-hmm. all my pictures. Oh, and my photographer in LA too. I went to LA in the summer and I met a, I didn't meet him out there, but I looked him up on an app called Thumbtack. Yeah, I know. know photographers about. in LA and yeah. he was dope, amazing vibes. Shout out to um, Brandon in LA too. Amazing vibes, dope, dope. Thank y'all for making me look good and catch my good sides. Um, <laughs> so what I decided was, all right, um, first off, Decide, not even decide, what are you here to say? What are you here to represent? And I'll start watching videos, like hours, like just next one snack, next hour, <laughs> learning about, you know, um, target audience, right. potential listener. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it all makes sense now. People that are like, and. Oh, I, no, it's science and math and shit. Yeah. <laughs> once you get it, it's like you become obsessive. It's like, oh, but at the same time, a part of it is like, at least for me, it's kind of organic. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. when I see people come to my page now and I look at their bios, I'm like, and I see they're into some of the stuff I'm into. I'm like, all right. Starting to make a lot all more right. sense. All right, it make a lot of sense now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Th- this marketing thing. Don't quit y'all. Just understand like who you are. Just don't present anything. I don't know everything. I'm not acting like I do, but once I figured some things out, I was like, okay. All these, okay, learn who your people is. Um, learn about how to properly copyright your stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Buy beats, like buy it outright. Don't just, mm-hmm. you know, lease. If you mm-hmm. just want to promote it, cool. But if you really see potential, me personally, the songs I have now, all of my stuff, I immediately when I heard the track, I was just like, I'm buying you because I like you and I see the potential. So I learned about that too. Um, um, I learned about how to use social media correctly. Mm. That's another thing. And just how to just be yourself. At least for me, I was just like, wow, okay, cool. So, and I realized, like I told you, the first song I wrote was something uplifting. And I'm just like, wow, I don't know where that came from. But I'm like, I see a little bit because, you know, again, that feeler, the natural feeler, that sensitive type of person, it's just like, you get it. That heart It's like, hmm. It's almost like a gospel in a way, mm-hmm. but, you know, digestible for everyone in a way, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so, like I said, I was immediately attracted to when, when I look at people like Mariah Care, when you look at their backstories, I'm like, I see some of the people that you like, you like when you really look at their backstory. Y'all are so similar. It's like, wow, I see why we click. Absolutely. We're butterflies. <laughs> 
We're butterflies. Absolutely. I mean, shit. I'm from. I'm <laughs> it's from, crazy. I'm from Philly, and everything is Joe. Everything is Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I ran is around, and that's hilarious. I ran around my whole life like, Hove is my uncle. And motherfuckers <laughs> is like, that's your uncle. I'm like, everything is Joe. Everything is Dicky, and that's And hilarious. they're like, that's crazy. You just gonna call that man your uncle? Yes. That's Joe. Because I felt like we had, a, we had a similar understanding of things. Like, I grew up around a lot of pack boys, but I always thought like a boss. Yeah. So I can't listen to a peg boy all the time. It does nothing for my growth. It's not you. Like. So if I'm listening to a boss, which when Jay came out, he was the only one speaking from that POV. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That it was like that made more sense to me because even if I didn't get it, I was learning. Mm-hmm. Because I would get it the next time and the next time and the next time. And then I'd be thinking from a different perspective so that I never have to be on certain levels. Right. Mentally. Right. It's not a financial thing. It's about just mentality and life and moving as a man. And what, what kind? Just like dealing with a woman. What, which one of her dudes you want to be? <laughs> which one? You want to be the trick? <laughs> you want to be the sucker? You want to be the eat my pussy and leave boy? You want to be the knock it down oh boy? You want to be the one she want to take around family? Because you got all of them. <laughs> oh which one you want to be? And that's life. Like, and this is just me being a, a, a dude and being ratchet about yeah, it. Yeah. But at the end being of the day, a man. like, such a man. <laughs> like that's why that's why I like certain things that I like because I knew that I could it, it was a different POV. Yeah, you know, and, and positivity is universal. It's okay to universal. Right. It's okay to be different. And that's the I feel like that's what's hap- I don't know the the root to a lot of the issues. I'm not God and I don't want to play that role. I just want to be the vessel that he sent me to be, but I feel like a lot of people that's the issues with a lot of things that's happening. Pe- people are afraid to be themselves and be followers. It's just, it's okay to be you it's okay to like something different than what everybody's listening to it's okay to not want to run the streets that's what i was doing because everybody was betting on biggie and paco but anyway right it's okay to be yourself a song like one of the simplest songs ever living my life like it's golden is that the name of it? Joe yeah, Scott? Joe Scott. I think I'm the song is called Golden. Golden. Yeah. I'm taking my freedom. Putting on the shell. Yeah. Like, it's so simple. And it's like, everybody wants to feel like that. That's the, you see the vibe, right? Yeah. That's that. Everybody wants to feel like that. Come on. That's what made me it's think It's universal. Like it. Yeah. It's universal. That's why. And if you rank that amongst songs throughout history, it's up there. Come on. It's a 98 out of 100. And no you talked about repetitive? It. Oh, I wanted to, to like bid, bid with you about that. You talk about you can't repeat stuff. I am, I, I don't want to say weird, but I lo- if I love a song, that's how, and that's how I know um, I utilize that same mindset with my own stuff. Like if I listen to someone else's song on repeat, if I use that same energy, I'm like, yeah, this song got me stuck. This is good. No, I don't I have a problem. To, I don't think repeating is weird. What I was saying was, and I think you're referring to what I'm saying. We heard it on the radio for the last <laughs> six months. Yes, the best. I I came up in the era where it was like the thing to do was to be the one that had the shit that nobody had. Yeah. So everything kind of aged faster than me because I was the one that always was ahead. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when people were um usually the 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 second single off the album. It's probably the first song that I burnt out when I heard the album on my own, just putting it on repeat. And now it's on the radio and I'm like, nigga, I'm on a hold of it. You know what I'm saying? I've always been that kind of person. Yeah. Like, I, Similar to you, I've had an ear. 
I had a natural ear. And you know what's good. And my ear was coached also. Mm-hmm. I had a um, middle school, elementary slash middle school teacher because he was my fourth grade and my sixth grade teacher. But in the fourth It'd grade. It'd be like that sometimes. In fourth grade, yeah. he played songs for us. And that was my example about how consumers hear the whole song. They don't hear the pieces. He was like, can y'all identify what instruments y'all hear in the record? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? And we're fourth graders. And yeah. if you're not trained in a certain way. He's going to be like, I just hear a bunch of sound. You I hear, don't know. Yeah. And I you probably can identify a drum and, and, and keys. Yeah. Probably not what kind of keys. You probably don't know a keyboard from a piano from an organ. Woo. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But he sat, us, <laughs> he sat us down. Shout out to Mr. Robinson because I actually made a record with Shout him. Shout out to Mr. Robinson. Yo. Shout out to all the music teachers. Yo. They and he wasn't a music teacher. He was a musician that oh. just was one of my teachers. Oh, wow. Okay. And he, and ever since then, I've been able to pick the pieces apart even before I was an artist. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you weren't taught that. Nope. I always had an ear for music. But he taught me how to identify music. You already knew how to do that. And you still admit that you don't know where that came from, which, yes, let's give it there. I just give it. I don't I'm take, good with that. I give it to him. That's perfect for me. I think he literally was just because I, I would have never knew. I would have never knew. Literally, no, but I would have never knew. That's how y'all vocalists. That's how y'all do. Even certain MCs, like God MCs. He's like, it's like, keep going. You're, you're about to get close to what you're supposed to be like your destiny here and it's not even so much about you i'm just using you and nobody's <laughs> going to understand half of it until it hits them and man. that's part of your journey man that's your that's in your backpack and you said something about piano um i took piano lessons Me too. very briefly when i was 21 well, no, I 20 young. and um i was stupid to stop um, and at some point, I would pick it up again because I vanity. I wanted to keep my nails long. Oh, I, I took but piano I, when they used to smack you with the ruler. Oh, she didn't do that. She she was <laughs> I took tamed in that. I, <laughs> I took piano with a stone agent. Shout out to Miss LeBate. Uh, she, it was like, you know, her house. And shout out to her. She didn't smack my hands. But um, you said something about uh, he made you listen and you don't know what keys. Um, Just that little bit of time. You learned a e. You, you, you learn octaves and the C. If I look at a piano now, I know C D E F G. And if the engineer says, "So where you at?" You can say, "I'm in the C, C minor." Right, sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I learned how to play full songs on there. Um, and I was like, that was a beautiful experience. Do you and still know how to play the songs? I think so. I know how to play the um scales, the training yeah. scales. Yeah, the do crush it. You know what I mean? I know how to do that. But I can't remember none of the song. Listen, I'll probably have to. It's been a while. I'll probably have to. Can you read it? Yeah. You can still read music. Yes. That's and important. that's a that's a beautiful thing. I think I, that little time I had, I think I took that away. I was like, I ain't trying to be Alicia Keys, but I'm like, just that. Because it's a beautiful instrument. You got a motherfucking machine in here. You know that, right? Listen, I know. You man. absorb Shh. a lot. of. I'm listening to how you talk Shh. and you're breezing through these things. <laughs> and I know that you... Because you called yourself weird at a young age earlier. I know that you understand that. Hyper. Every, I know that you understand that everybody isn't on it like you. Yeah. But. I learned that later because but I, I used talk to. to yeah. Creatives all the time. And what you're basically explaining is one that you're where you're supposed to be. You feel me, brother. Let's start there. You feel me, brother. But two, that your awareness is on a thousand. 
You see what I'm saying? You know how they like be careful what you say around kids. They absorb everything. Yeah. Like you've never really lost that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like because to say I don't really know if I could play the songs, but I can still read the music. Yeah. That's the harder part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to do this off muscle memory. Yeah. See what Literally. I'm saying? Uh huh. I remember I got to a point as a young teenager, like 12, 13. I was like, if I didn't remember all these songs clogging up my, my shit I can remember more shit <laughs> but it's like you just find a file for it and put it away I got a lot of files man. It, it just and it's funny you said that because I did an interview for and somebody said the same thing I'm like they're like when does your brain stop I'm like it doesn't when I sleep I guess but it's not like a burden or nothing it's just like excitement it's almost like a kid brain but I feel good about that because that part of me that wonderment and I, I try to put that into music it's still there like but like that, that Peter Panish, like that pushes me to something that I regretfully I have to admit that it's just an honest reaction to a person with your energy. What's the dark side? Oh, there's a dark side, and you know what's? I'm so happy you asked me about that. Um, I'm working on new music, y'all. <laughs> she in a Prince bag. She got it on her wrist. If I gave you diamonds and pearls, yeah. Yo, my aunt died. I cried to that song for like two days. No bullshit during COVID. Anyway, um, shout out to Prince. I got this tattoo when I was like 21, and mm-hmm. it was random with me and my friend at the time. And I was obsessed with Prince at the time. I was just like, who is this little person in heels with this guitar and this like yeah? And the song Diamonds and Pearls. Uh, that song is just like do 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 like that trans mm. like make you feel something type of music. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I got this and I, I read the definition and it was like freedom and everything that's when he released himself from like the label and everything mm-hmm. and I was just like yeah so he went with the jaw on his face yeah, yeah. so um, he put slave on his face yeah yeah so what was that we, we was <laughs> yeah the damn it man I'm the one that's drinking <laughs> the um, files the files yeah the files right. <laughs> um, oh yeah I'm working on new music talking about the dark side yo and you know what that's why I'm saying um the, the next song that I um, might go with, I don't know. I'm working on it. That's so funny you asked that because I was like, I want to show these people um, the other side too. Because you're human. Yeah, because it... it the seesaw ain't always yeah, up. Yeah, trust me. That shit's crazy. <laughs> and it's I used to be so scared of it. I used to tell people like that the concept of being like imperfect or something's Vulnerable. wrong. It's just like... <gasps> But now I like fully embrace it. I just look at it. I'm like, it came from somewhere. Like you've been through some stuff and you good. Some people would have been like, I just chose to put that instead of destroying myself. I just put the energy out. I still haven't made that song yet. The song that breaks that plane between like being super vulnerable. And I'm going to tell you why. One, I alluded earlier. I went through a lot of crazy shit. Lost a lot of people. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of things that. I'm slow walking through while living life, right? Yeah. Cool. It's a process. To hear it back, to deal with it, to put it on Front Street is a lot in the first place. (laughs) But then I had a friend that said to me one time, we was talking about music, and he was like, that's why you got to be careful. I'm like, be careful of what? Be careful what you put on a record, because if it's too deep for you and they love it, you got to perform it for the next 25 years. And if you know anything about <clears throat> musicians and artists, when they hit that thing, 
You could cry 50 times out of a thousand times of performing that song, and you never know which night is going to hit you. You see what I'm saying? Our brains are different. Now. You definitely got to be careful. You you said the right thing on that. Our brains now, are different. <laughs> to a certain extent, but how do we build our core audience? Being vulnerable. Right? Yeah. So there's a loss in it too. But I, I drop little things. Like I have a yeah. line where I say I was epileptic, dyslexic, capremi. My body tried to box me in, wow. had to free me. Wow. Like people don't, you know what I'm saying? And look at you now. God damn it. God is Thank good. God. God damn it. Thank God. Hey, look at you. But at the same That's time, crazy. it's like, it took a lot to say that. You see what I'm saying? I have another joint where I, I refer to when my roommate got killed in college. And it took a lot to say that. And I stole my other roommate's bars to do it. <laughs> and I hit him up like, bro, I needed you this I need your feelings to I, guard I, I, me real quick. Like, because, like, too much. one of the things that he said in his song was, rest in peace, my nigga left. Rest in peace, my nigga left. A nigga ain't really slept good since your death. We lived in the same townhouse. Mm. I understood that emotion 150%. It's it, it's almost like it's like you feel and you don't. It's almost like. Is and it's like real? nobody heard him say it. Wow. So you know what? I'm going to tell people it's his joint. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But that was the perfect. Like I rode around on my revenge mode listening yeah. to that song. Imagine being a young man. And, you know, I ain't breaking down a situation, but it was bad was bad oh yeah and i, I was you. in a place where mentally i was i was depressed and didn't know it i realized that after he died but i was already kind of like there that's usually how it happens you're like and it was like wow. you know what whatever happens happens and that's a dangerous position when you have intelligence a temper the mentality and the influence that i have that I've always had. Right. You see what I'm saying? And this is not a pat on the back. It's just like, there's a certain thing that people know that like, when you go there, that's what it is. Yep. And that could be one of those things that you drag people into it by accident. You see, I'm not even... And that's scary as hell. Yeah. And like I so said... So I don't want to like visit those things. Yeah. Because then I'm... It's like Mike Tyson being like, I don't want to fight because I'm a different person when I fight. Yeah. It's like, it's certain things that once Black I go out. there, I'm there again. You know what's crazy? Um, it's so crazy. That's why we were supposed to do this interview. So the dark side, yeah, it, it's a dark side. It's a balance. So I want to talk about, you know, the dark side in an endearing way, not like, you know, expose it. Because I'm not scared. Like I said, I've passed that stage because I went through, like, my issues too growing up, self-esteem issues, you know, not thinking I was pretty and you know, just the whole shebang. It was just drama. Ah, but but you the know. irony: your mom put you in modeling because she knew you was beautiful at a young age, and you were still at your phase where you were dealing with what was in your head. Let me piggyback on what you just said. DMX did an interview on the Drink Chant. I was about to bring up DMX. Talk to me. He said the same person that introduced him to crack cocaine is the same person that told him to rap. To rap. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to get into detail. No, the same that's person that's that gave you crack cocaine is the same person, the same that, person the that encourages that you at the, the same... Dopest. That's why the concept of imperfection fucked my head up for a long time. I've let a lot of people go in my because life. where's the balance if if, if it's always <sighs> lopsided as a youngin? And then Yo, you, yeah, I understand. I've let a lot of people go in my life because... And I'm at the stage now where I'm just like... I'm embracing the concept of imperfection in myself and people... Because I'm like, 
but you got to know what's imperfection versus people who don't want the best for you versus people who not really your friend. That's a whole different ball game. Versus people that just don't have your life, don't understand you. Right. Imperfection your, your, your. is people who wake up, you know, on the wrong side of bed some days, whatever the whatever. Or don't understand your anointing. They yeah. weren't they weren't in that position. Yeah. Now let's stick to DMX. Yeah. So right? when he said cool. that, okay. Let's stick to DMX real quick. Okay. Okay. Slipping. That song is so intense. That's why I, I don't can't want watch you to, that video. That's why I don't want you to I finish what you was about to say. I can't watch that video. It's too because much. Because what you was about to Whatever say. Whatever he was going through was what, too much. What you were about to say <gasps> is actually wrapped up and slipping. Think about it. Because I'm one of those ones. Oh like God, I come much. from, and, and, and thank God for my family. My dad is still You're with dope. my mom. You know what I mean? They are grown, grown. They're they, still together? Yes. <gasps> that's beautiful. So like. Oh but I went through a point in my life where I had certain things going on and I was thinking a certain thing about life. So when he said, specifically, when he said, didn't get my hair cut, didn't give a fuck how I dressed. You got to imagine being the kid. Like, my family is barbers. Like, we've had barbershops in West Philly my whole life. My dad, my uncle, and my grandfather. I used to get a haircut every three to four days. If I didn't brush my hair, they cut my hair. You see what I'm saying? So I was always clean, fresh. Always fresh, always taken always, care of. You know what I mean? Neat. Always well. Button-ups, yeah. polos, you know, all right. of that. I got to the point where, like, this shit ain't new. I started growing my hair when I was 15. And it was one of those things where it was like, I was going through a lot, and I kind of wanted to challenge myself to see if I could not give a fuck about how long my hair was. It was like I had to start breaking down certain walls of what I was used what to. What you was conditioned to. And see, like, see, you didn't die. And I didn't even want braids. I just wanted to let my hair grow. And then I got my hair braided for my main graduation. And then one day I got like 20 compliments from women. And it was over after that. Like, I'm getting braids all the time now. (laughs) You was with it. It just grew. But it's one of those things where it's like, up until that point, I felt the same way he did at a certain point. With completely opposite circumstances. That's not a weakness. That is growth. That is part of the process. And to be able to see that for yourself is major. Because that's what But to be able to provide that for people is the blessing. You see (laughs) what I'm saying? So that's why sometimes I kick myself and I'm like, you got to give it up a little more. But one thing that I do do, if you ever paid attention to my music, I set the fucking party off. I shut the fucking party down. I give people that I'm like a comedian. Like I'm the I'm the I'm the release. I'm the fun release. Right. You see what I'm saying? You bring the but energy. But I also have that other side in there, and sometimes I need to tap into it more because it makes you human. Because at some point, I realized that too. Because for the most part, I'm always you know rainbows and sunshine. You know, um, and I always like to say this because so you're similar to me in that way. Yeah, I like to say once you've. The issues don't they you've overcome them, but they don't go stop. anywhere. They, don't, they, they are they, still here. It's a new and one tomorrow. Every now and then a trigger will pop up and it's like, oh, yeah. Keep working, girl. Keep working. Let's do this. Keep working. Do me this real quick. One second. Let's have a moment of silence for my little brother. Ro. Appreciate that. You walked in, I said, I got bad news today. It's so okay. I'd be remiss if I didn't do that. But we good. We good. That's but okay. one of the most talented motherfuckers I know. Blood brother. No. Your brother. He adopted me. Yeah. 
It's my little brother. Yeah. I got a lot of them. Yeah. But what happens is the only person, and it's crazy because I just told somebody this a couple weeks ago. He's the only person I've ever taken to the studio the first time they've been in the studio. And it was like they did it exactly like they did it in a car. Like they didn't get shot. You know, when you get in the you studio little, and you, you find gotta your, shake off the jitters. Oh, I didn't sound like that in my head. And it's the, a couple people there. It's yeah. like a little jitter. It's like you no, got this. Was wrong. This month we was in there two hours. He ran through like four songs and did them like crit. Like we could have remixed them that day. You know what I mean? Ready like to mix and master. Go. Like, it was. It was like Upload that. It. And um. Also, my brother in the roadway outside of music, but I'm just saying, like, I understand. Like, I see, you know what I mean? I, 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 I fight, I, I pay for the studio time. I, I do these things so that people can see the things that you understand about yourself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Understand their purpose. Yep. Understand what you bring to this fucking world. Okay. And that's major. Um, and um, again, I always want to credit everything to God because I'm always um, saying I'm always having these. It's always always coming up. It's like especially when you weren't raised with certain things, and it's like for some reason it, you were chosen to be enlightened. And it was just like I don't know for what reason, but I thank you because the beginnings were rough. But with knowledge comes they responsibility because ignorance is bliss for Whew. a reason, right? Oh, yeah. But you know what's crazy? Oh, yeah. The most ignorant are responsible to be knowledgeable about laws. Man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a whole... Like, we could hold a panel on that. Yeah. Or some real shit. But at the end of the day, when you understand the things that you understand, you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. Because 10 to 10,000 mm-hmm. is worth it, right? When there's an understanding there, when you get your point across, when somebody can go through something and say, you know what, I need to hear this right now. Mm-hmm. You know what, I need to watch this interview and see her energy right now. Let me go on her gram, that video I saved from her gram that mm-hmm. time where she said mood or whatever yep. women do. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was really her, not somebody <laughs> else's. Dick. You know, like... It's my writing, my you brain, my your, caption. You and your world. Like, yep. I just think that the awareness of that, and I think because... <laughs> I fall on a lot of keywords, but I think the awareness that you have is phenomenal. Thank you. Um, and it's important. Listen, I just, and it came, I feel like God was just like, all right, you annoying. Like LeBron, just do the powder yeah, in your face. Yeah, because it's just like, because um, again, certain, you just growing up certain ways, your own mind, the type of person, you learning who you are. I remember people used to tell me all the time, you're so sensitive. And I used to tell them, whatever. No, I'm not. And now I'm just like. Are those the dark ah. things? Because I kind of let you out of that a little bit. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Held you out. Where's the, the dark things? Okay, so the the song, like I said, I, I, I may be considering, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, we say we like want love and we want a nice guy and everything. And then, you know, the nice guy comes along and it's like kind of boring you know it's not what I imagined in my brain and you know you see you know the the guy that's not the so nice guy and it's like the, the energy it's like well if oh you so could, you being honest about what I've been preaching on go ahead yeah so it, it's something of that nature but 
the dark side, you know, without, I'm just going to allude to something because, you know, protection right. at the end of the day. And listen to the record. <laughs> yeah, listen to the record. But, you know, um, you learn about yourself and, uh, you know, not being able to receive love or, you know, you know, not not wanting to be vulnerable or really realizing, wow, um, certain things really did affect me or, you know, I did internalize a lot of things or I mistreated some people. You know, maybe that I shouldn't have, and well, it was because of my black some blessings. Yeah, and it was because of my own, you know, drama and issues. Of, and it's not blaming because, of course, it's almost like a child that gets beat every day. If you raise your hand, they're gonna flinch. They they're PTSD. They're traumatized. So it's it's natural for your brain to just for you to just be like, you know, but. Um, it, it forces you to like grow and not be a victim because it's like, well, you do have some heavy hitters now. You do have some people that even if it's not a million people, a million friends, you can count some at least two, three or for example. Um, two is a blessing. For example, the concept of like a good man, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that concept has been a little bit like because I was raised by like a single mom, you know, and my dad. He was like, you know, in and out, whatever, but he was, it wasn't a bad relationship, but he taught me some real things and I'm just mm-hmm. like, hmm. But um, even now, you know, now I can't say all guys are bad because I can count at least four good guys that I know. I'm not in relationships or anything. They're just like friends or whatever, no. but I can count at least four stand-up dudes that I know. That you would, that, that you are respectable. Yeah, that right. respectable men. Right. Loyal men. I'm not saying they're the only four, yeah. but these are the four right, that, that you, I know. You know for sure these yeah. motherfuckers solid. These are real men. Right. They know how to protect and all that stuff, and you know they're they're respectful mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it forces you to not be a victim. And it's like, well, you have nothing to fall back on now. You must accept this love. You must. Well, you must because social- there's nothing to complain about now. Friend zoning became like a social media joke, right? Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing about friend zoning is it was always like women friend zoning men. When a lot of women have been friend zoned, <laughs> whether they want to get to it or not. People have been friend zoned, but you know. The friend zone thing, <laughs> you know, because we talk on relationships and, and good people and bad people. Or, or right? just, you know, just. Sometimes when you find somebody, it's not because you don't want or whatever. Sometimes it's like this person is solid. So I'm going to keep them on my team. I'm not going to put them in a position to where other things could be variables. Remember what I just said earlier when I <clears> met <throat> my videographer, this person is solid. I'm put, I'm gonna leave them. I'm gonna put them on my team. You know, not just like we working. Because he was handsome. You. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it's like you know. Okay. My bad. Especially being a girl in this industry, industry and being able Absolutely. to work around a man that's not weird and it's just a normal, good, calm no, energy is so refreshing. I really I knew that's and what you meant. That too, and being like. I just literally have to tell him the, the vision once and he gets it. I'm just like, wow. No, the get it thing is big and it is big with visuals and it's super big with production. Yeah. Or, or engineering. Yeah. And just people who are just like, they're actually good people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's refreshing because in the world we live in, if you really social media, it's so much going on. You start to really like think like everybody's That's the just real bad. World. Like, oh my God, everybody's just like crazy no. and close yourself off. And it's like, it's going to make you weird. So it's just like, 
that's another thing. Well, too. you got to come outside too. Yeah, that's another. One thing, thing that I keep hearing, um, Nori, and he's having a rough couple of days, and there's yeah, a lot going. I'm on. looking at you crazy, and I love you too. But um, <laughs> one thing that he always says is he was having one of those days in the media where like it felt like, and this was before this, where every we felt like things was weird, and he called Angela Yee, and Angela Yee told him, "Do me a favor, walk outside, walk across the street." Walk back. Did anybody that you saw say anything about that shit that you worried about on the internet? Yo, that's another thing. Because that's the real world. The people that you see on the street is going to say, yo, can I get a selfie? Yo, you might yalla. Yo, you this and the third. Yo, that song saved my life. That's what the people in the street say. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And we have to understand the difference. We are on line to market. Mm Mm-hmm. And to keep up with family members on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the blessing of it is that if you're doing something and I don't see you for six months, I still can support you or see what you're doing and see and offer. Maybe I could tag somebody that can help you with something. Or maybe I could show up to something that you might not have remembered to right, tag me. Right, right. Like I have, I have that way of keeping up with you. But outside right. of that. That's not the real fucking world. <laughs> no. You are a real person. You give mm. out real emotions. You deal with real people. The people that you're talking about on your team, you have for real reasons. When motherfuckers misinterpret that, that's their place. That's their own weirdness. But I'm just grateful for good people, period. Because it, even me, I feel That's why I wanted that. you to shout your folks out. Yeah, you know, because even... And another thing, too, when you really... What I've noticed, at least for me personally, when you really like make a decision about like your life and get serious and you're not the person who's just like a bag in the wind anymore. Man, it's a, a scary. T- it's almost like, in the wind you know hilarious. what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. But sometimes you need to be a bag in the window because it's the process. Because well, you're just trying to find yourself. You know what I'm saying? One of the dopest things I heard Jill say, and I, I, this is the second Jill reference. Jill, you owe me an interview, sweetie. I love you. Jilly um, from Philly. <laughs> but anyway, um, she said sometimes she used to just ride the subway and people watch. And nobody would realize Yo. that she was on the fucking subway with them. And she used to make songs off of that shit. Just watching. And you know the sub, the, the, the orange line in Philly. And she's inspired. Just And just like chilling. being, but getting back to regular life and seeing what how people move. And yeah. Not being, we know you got the strongest voice we've seen since whoever the hell. Mm-hmm. But she's still in there with the scully on <laughs> and, the, and the bubble jacket looking at y'all. Y'all these people that she about yeah. to write a hit off of y'all. For somebody else. Listen, we love, never a been hat. we love a good hat. We love a good hat. Yeah. But no, I Discreet. think that's a, I think too, I think that's a beautiful way to center yourself. Just like some people can only record they don't want to be in the top studios. They want to be in the environment that they create from, or they want to be on a vacation to experience something different. Or they want to take a certain amount of time to experience life. Mm-hmm. I think we owe ourselves those understandings and I think she understands her pocket. Oh, yeah. And I think you understand yours also. Man. That's why every time I say Jill, you be right on it. You like, yeah, I know Jill. Yeah, because I feel the vibes. I'm like, yeah. Jill. Especially that golden song you talked about. I'm like, yeah, because I got songs like that where I'm just lit talking about life. Like, um, woke up today and I'm feeling great and ain't nothing gonna gonna get in my way because you're just feeling like effervescent. It's like I tell you a rapper that does that. Why all the not time. feel good about life? Like I tell you a rapper that does that all the time and people love him, but it's not you know yeah currency. My mom loves him, yo. Currency literally just raps about his day. Oh my god! 
And he does it so chill. <laughs> and he names a car. And he he, he names a smoke hue. A spliff. And he smoke a spliff. <laughs> and you be with him the whole ride. You Yo. be in a you be in a, in a in a station wagon feeling like you in a Trans Am I rock. You Yo, know what I mean? We vibing. My mom loves him. Currency dope. And my mom is um from the islands, y'all. My mom is Haitian, so she's very like hilarious. She'd be like, Yeah, Gansy, yeah. he's dope. And I'm Haitian just like Haitian moms are the best. My man Shad, shout out to the number two Haitian. It's is Y Club, then it's Shad. Oh, they're special. Then it's Shad. <laughs> oh, Shad's they're special. Mom, we used to be at his house, we used to be deep, like just pop up on her from coming from out of town. And she'd be like, You don't wanna eat? Yeah. And he'd be like, No, nah, if you don't we, eat, it's offensive. She'd be like, You don't have to pay for it. Shh. And like that's she played the shit out you like you just, acting like a broke boy like come get a plate just eat the food it's just offensive eat. if you don't just Bro. eat because she won't stop asking we used to love that though yep. you don't have to pay for it I'm gonna say that at her funeral very um nurturing and motherly and sweet they have their their moments you know their dark sides no but but but, but see <laughs> but I'm for used the to most that. part <laughs> I'm used to that like you know what I mean my man's grandma I remember we spent the night at his house before a tournament it's eight in the morning. And she is cussing him out. And he was black. He wasn't Haitian. But like, we used to that shit. That made me feel at home. Like, grandma cussing? Oh, we good. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're in there like swimwear. I'm so. second in the shower or we fighting. What we doing? Okay. <laughs> so, yes, of course, there is a dark side. And I am not afraid of she. Is it relationships? What, is it it's, upbringing? I think it, it's, it's, it's a combination of a lot of things, you know? Um, I, I did my therapy and everything, and I'm just like, oh, so I, I understand. Literal my, therapy? Yeah. Okay. I understand myself well. Even my therapist was just like, okay, so you really, I, I understand why I am the way I am. You made and, her job easy. Yeah, I understand why I am the way I am, and I understand what I need to do. And I'm just like, I'm just happy that I have an outlet. And there is a dark side. And I embrace set dark side. I don't, I try not to shame it too much. And another thing I learned, you know, um, sometimes I'm a little like judgmental. And I'm like, if you judge yourself, then more than likely you judge other people. Very crazy too. Absolutely. More That's why likely. most people that, yep. most people that have their head on straight mm-hmm. are their own biggest critic. Yep. And most that people inner that you critic. See succeed are their own biggest critic. And that, you could never do sh- anything to them more than they do in their oh, own head. Didn't I just tell you about the songwriting process before you get to a point where it's like, you're not overthinking. It's like, okay, I like this melody. And then the words start to spill. It's almost like a dictionary. You start to break it down. Like, and it's like, all right, we passed that stage of I suck and uh, what, who y'all do you think you are? Know, Cause y'all can be flat. Like y'all can <laughs> say, y'all can flat out, just say something plain and sing it in a way that is dope. Right. Mm-hmm. And people get it. If I say something plain as a MC, people look for the alternate meaning in it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So then I have to be careful because if I want to say something, I have to be careful which one they're going to catch sometimes. Yeah. Because they're overthinking it possibly. Or maybe I didn't think. Because sometimes, a lot of times when MCs do double entendres, triple entendres, they didn't necessarily realize that when they was writing it. It just happens. Sometimes other people point it out to them. Mm Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You're like, what? When did this happen? It's like you was in your bag. <laughs> Let it happen. Don't stop it. I mean, hey. But that's why this shit is so dope, man. That's why be, being able to understand that you have a purpose as a creative, no matter what level that's on, because we spoke earlier about success. And as a person, 
period. Because like I said, um, a couple years ago, um, I decided, I was like, right, I'm really going to do this for real. And I really seen, I'm like, you could do this. And I'm like, all right. It's like you have a relationship with yourself. It's like you could really, um, yeah. So when so, when did Slay Myers become the name? Um, this was probably a few years ago. Um, when Slay was the thing? Um, I was performing. No, my name, my government. Well, I don't want to say my government, but nah, I used to go by a whole other name. But um, my friend, when I was performing on the stage one time, he was like, God damn, Slay. Slay Myers. My shout out to Good Deeds Skis, my friend. Um, he rocked out me for years. Kind of how I got this name, but good. Yeah, he rocked out me for years. You know, um, he had his little moment and whatever. But he was one of them friends that really like rocked out me, and I appreciate it for that. But he gave. He was like, uh, he was like, goddamn Slay, and I was just like, I like that because it's my personality. It's like spicy. It's sweet. You know, and that's my last name. So. I was like, I went with it and I was just like, okay, that's who I am. Slay Myers. It's like he literally just said Slay Myers. I was like, yeah. So here we are. And nah. everything I do, I aim to like do good. I aim to slay. Nah, kill shit. Your job is. Jay Z said, you're not doing this to be number two. Listen. You might as well not do it then. Why? All this energy for what? I got friends. <laughs> I got friends that's battle rappers, and they be like, "I got this battle coming up," and I be like, "You know your job, right?" Uh-huh. They be like, "What's that? Kill shit and come home." Literally. I need you to go out there, represent yourself the best that you can, and I need you to get home safe. That's all we care about. The top priority: get home safe. Underline that. You heard me? Because at the end of the day, one without the other is uncivilized. But you being here is most important. Yep. So I want you to, whenever you get a chance to be on that stage. And I'm talking to you too. Oh yeah. Whenever you get a chance to be in that booth, whenever you get a chance to be in that alleyway with motherfuckers, oh, yeah. you got their attention. Go in. Put your best foot forward. You know how motherfuckers say I left it all on the court. Do that. And another and then get thing your too. Ass back home. I started to understand that I'm a brand more than an artist. I'm a brand. So even how You're like a brand I'm, first. Yeah. Even how I'm like dressed, how I carry myself today, and everything. It's just like, you know. Once you understand that and anything you're doing, then it starts to be like, I get it. I get it. How would you want your brand to be represented? So How me, would you want this to be for your brand? How would you want that for your brand? Let me give some advice real quick because we're going to wrap this on. I talked to a couple young guys um, in the city that's doing pretty good. They, they're making decent progress. They're coming every opportunity. Chilling the get. game. Yeah, doing what they're supposed to do overall. And I said... um, one, keep doing that. That's most important. Always show up and show out. Yeah. Two, hit up the clearance racks. Because you're going to be on stage and you're going to be on camera constantly. Tear them clearance racks. I up. like how you think. If go there first if it's before something, you go to the full price. If it's blank, find a way to put your name on it. If it's in between, find a way to put it together with something you already got. But get it ahead of time. Because... You always want to look like something when you come outside. And you made me think about that because you're talking about understanding. What, you know what I mean? Like, no, this is a show. I, I would never just come This like, is a show. We got to come out, baby. Like, what do you mean? Like, and that's what I be saying. Sometimes you see, it's like, wow, it's just a little thing. That just shows you how much people really care and pay attention, obsess over their own stuff. It's like, why would you show up like that? It's like, would you go to a job interview with a t-shirt or... Or whatever, you know. Would you aspire to be like somebody that 
show up like that? No, like nobody. And it's and, not even about impressing people. It's about look. How do you? You don't care about yourself. You want to look. And think about the two cities that you resonated in: New York City and Philadelphia. It ain't no half stepping in these cities. You know what I'm saying? Like people. And 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 one thing that I know that we have to be careful about how we adjust it, but it's true, is in business when you look like money. And I'm not talking about having on a bunch of chains. You look like money, people deal with you different in business. Yeah. Because you don't look like you need. So now they're trying to figure out a way to intrigue you. And they probably respect you too because they see you respect yourself. Exactly. These are like fundamental things. Respect and it goes is back to what you said earlier about um, children and such and such when what, what they're aware of at a certain point. It's like that's how adults' minds get fogged. And that's where creatives and artists are outliers at is most children I feel like children could talk to the dead because <laughs> they're so on energy as opposed to and pure. Oh, you look like or act like the kind of person I'm supposed to get along with like that's where we by 12 we blown it that away mm-hmm. if you're not somebody that's a creative or somebody that's different that's like well I don't really need to conform I don't really care it's like psh. and I'm the people out. that want you to conform to it's like when you read, they're miserable because they trying to be like everybody else. And they got to be that forever. They don't even get to grow. They don't even know who they are. It's like, this is what I thought I should be because this is what's hot and whatever. But um, things that are lasting is, is things that are from the heart and like, you know, passionate and like real and just like, just being yourself. Like, I feel like people vibrate with that and resonate with that. Just do you. I think that's a perfect place to wrap. Let the people know everything hey. that you have popping that they need to tap into and how to catch up with you and how to book you and how to all that. All right. So speaking of acting was my first love, right? So are you familiar with Philly Celeb? Yes. <sighs> shout out to Philly Celeb, one of Absolutely. my favorite people. That's one of the stand-up people I was talking about. Okay. So shout out to him. Um, so there's a short film coming out called Gideon's War, and I play Zariah in there. Mm. So I haven't acted in years, but he gave me a chance to act out that muscle. I even, he just thought about me because, you know, we've been familiar in circles, connecting, networking, being friendly, whatever. No, that, um, you said the perfect thing. Go ahead. Networking and dope, amazing person. And he sent me the script and I immediately was like, wow, that's funny. God has a sense of humor because the person I'm playing is a girl and her dude's name is Gideon and you know he's a good person but he's trying to like figure out ways to like provide for his family and not mm-hmm. the best ways like a lot of these young men out here absolutely and I'm th- hopefully this can be a PSA for people to think before you act because mm-hmm. that one moment of you making the right decision you got a whole life ahead of you it's up to you what you want to do it only takes a couple seconds to, you. to change your life that's it for the worst so Gideon's War is a short film coming out on YouTube um, to be announced. I shot my final scene yesterday, so shout out to Philly Celeb for giving me that shot. And Rap party! Yes! Um, and <laughs> the whole like single mother thing has been a thing in my brain for a while, so it's funny how it's the riot. I was just like, yeah, I gotta play that because it's like cathartic. So it's you like, bodied that? Yeah. So I told him, you better sit your butt down because I'm not raising my daughter by myself, Okay! But yeah, anyway, so, y'all, I'm not going to give it away no, too much. No, clip it and tag her when hey, you see it. That so, part. 
Um, like I said, my latest single, It's My Time, is mm-hmm. out on all platforms. There's a video too, guys. I'm not and a documentary. And the documentary as well. If you want to know more about me, you can follow me everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Slay Myas. It's only Slay Myas everywhere because I'm Slay Myas. So, um, yeah, look forward to that. I have new music coming. Um, new sides, you know. You know, show you your girl is real and I go through things and... You know, I make mistakes and I push people away sometimes and it's my comfort zone. Get away. <laughs> so um, stay tuned for that. And uh-huh. oh, yeah, my website is out now. That came out in August, but check that out as mm-hmm. well. Join the mailing list. Exclusive content. Follow Please me on YouTube. Please join the mailing list. It's important. I don't yes. think y'all know how important that is. Yes, yes. Follow me on YouTube. Um, and stay tuned. I have merch coming too, guys. So stay tuned for that. So, um, thank you for the platform. We've been trying to get together for a minute, so I'm excited. Thank you. Um, Did I've, you enjoy yourself? Yes. All right, that's all I that's important. Submit, so I'm good. And I'm good. I'm not nothing like you know ugh, sloshed or anything. But um, yes. So I'm Slay Myers. So if you enjoyed anything you heard today, like I said, follow me Slay Myers S L A Y M E Y A S everywhere. And um, like my bio says, life gave me some lemons, so I'm making the sweetest sounds. That part. And I am sipping with Sammy. Sam alone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already. You wouldn't add a shot yet. Once again, rest in peace, Darrell. Uh-huh.